Happy Holidays from Enter the Asylum. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, as well. Uh, yeah, is... yeah. None of that, none of that war on Christmas bullshit <laughs> happening here. This is this is goddamn. This is Lee Scott country here. We ain't we ain't doing your lib shit. Uh, yeah, this is the Christmas episode, everyone. We've made it this far uh, into the asylum. You all know how this is a Christmas film because it's got Christmas in the title. Tragically, I believe Blake Scott is no longer working at Asylum at this point. Oh, uh, that's tragic. We've, <laughs> we've I'm skipped, so like, upset. We've hopped like six years into the future to watch this film. Uh, yeah, today we watched Alone for Christmas. What could this possibly be? What uh, could this possibly be? Uh, I, the, the thing I watched in this movie that blew me away was that even when the Asylum isn't ripping off an action movie, they can't help but try to rip off an action movie. Yeah. It's it's so ingrained in them. It's so their bread and butter that even when they're not making an action movie, they're trying to make an action movie. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm your uh, jolly host, Benjamin. Oh, yes, I'm your <laughs> uh, uh, Chris kringle host, John. I don't know. Yeah, we're both alone for Christmas as well. Uh, we, yes, we are. <laughs> this is obviously not recorded on Christmas, but... Uh, 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 yeah, I don't know about you, but it's Christmas where I'm at. It's Christmas. It's actually like 40 degrees here, which is insane. It, it's about 70 degrees here, which is <sighs> Unbelievable. Norm, no, normal. I can't believe you. <laughs> How dare you? Which is normal. And uh, hey, just like... I Well, actually, that makes perfect sense, because basically you're in the same location this film takes place in. Uh, can we have to? I have to say, obviously filmed in Southern California. This movie, mm. like, there's palm trees. It's got the big like suburban houses and everything. Like, this is clearly Southern California, but it snows in this place. <laughs> yeah, well, vaguely, it's like little like it's like those melted patches of snow everywhere. Well, one of the things they mention is kind of like, oh, I guess we're not having a white Christmas. I think, actually, I think something the kid says is like, uh, when they mention, because like, they hadn't got any snow for a while, so there's these like melted patches of CGI white on the ground. Um, but like, but one of the things the kid says at some point is, um, oh, we're not forecast to have a white Christmas. I guess we're not having a real Christmas after all. It's like, buddy, like, uh, get ready for the the future to come because <laughs> no one's getting any snow soon enough. Yeah, I mean, even even like in sure Iowa, used to even this, in even in it... Iowa, you get plenty of Christmases where it doesn't snow. Like even in like Buffalo, New York, it's like you you can have like you know a year without a white Christmas. It's a pretty normal thing in the U.S. What are you talking about, John? I thought we were recording in the same place. Uh, what do you mean? I don't. I don't live in Iowa. What are you talking or, about? Well, I don't live in Buffalo, New York either. So, <laughs> um, yeah, this film. Uh, I guess we should explain what this is. It's Home Alone, but dogs. Right. Which, in and of itself, isn't necessarily a bad premise. Like you know, just doing Home Alone, but with a dog. I'm like, okay, I, I could see that working. But mm. it's the asylum. 
So it's not going to work at all. So it's not going to work at all. Though it is nice. There are, there are so many threads they lay down in this movie. Like, they... <laughs> Do they? they? I, I feel like they... No, they keep forgetting <laughs> they what the movie seeds. they're filming. They, they keep forgetting. They keep adding more and more and more elements to the point where it's like, no, guys, you were just doing a dog home alone movie that's all this was but they can't help themselves they mm. like they don't know how to make use of any of the elements they're given so they just keep stuffing more and more into it hoping that it will fill 90 minutes which by the way it doesn't why is this film an hour and 30 minutes long anyway <laughs> when this... it's not even so, that like we're in the we're in asylum the future we're in the future right now this is a post this is a Do post you know, uh, what year is this 2013 2013. Okay. So this is a post Mega Shark, like, asylum. Is this post Sharknado? No, I believe Sharknado okay. comes out a bit later. Okay. Okay. Um. So. But we're close, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's we're very, very close. close. I think, we're frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out afterwards, but I don't believe it. We're very close to Sharknado Asylum here. Um. Yeah. This this film. I mean, it's amazing. It's barely changed. Frankly. It's, I mean, the Asylum Man, like, you know, well, I mean, you know, when you're just that good. <laughs> why bother updating why change? anything? Um, yeah, well, I suppose we should get in this film now. Go for it's it. It's nice having a leg Scottless Christmas, though, that's for sure. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, this film, uh, actually, did you see? Lay bells, lay bells. <laughs> Did you see that like Scott um was trying doing like a uh like sort of an Indiegogo type thing, but just sort of like for future right wing uh broadcasting and media creation? He did another fundraiser? Well this one's more permanent, like just give me money, basically. Oh, <laughs> so thing? a Patreon, basically. Yeah, it's a Patreon. Uh before Republican media. You'd think after two horribly failed Kickstarters, he would have learned his lesson. Well, he's making Baron Trump um, out of his own pocket. Uh, well, I wish him luck then. Yeah. So, looking forward to that. I, how, is it, how can this guy not get Koch Brothers funding? Because uh, like, he's there a nobody. Is, there is a world of like financing for right wing grifters to do like bullshit. Like the, like how how could he not like get into the same pot that Denise D'Souza gets to make like Hillary's America and like those like bullshit right wing. You, you want to know why actually? Go it's for because it. his entire personality is based around making shitty asylum films. Uh... And you can every time he talks about it, he gets so bitter when you shun his films too. I'm sure he There's so does. many times where he hunts down people and it's like, man, this person made fun of trans morphers. <laughs> I so he's like that an, film. So he's like an ooey bull type guy? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Except except not as like buff as ooey bull. Like ooey <laughs> bull, like ooh, like when ooey bull threatens to like beat you up, like he actually looks like he could do it. Um, Lace God doesn't really look much like a fighter to me. Do you, do you think he'll eventually hear about us and start like ranting? I, I mean, that would that be so great much. for us. Be that amazing. would be the best possible thing he could do for <laughs> us. I mean, I, we should be saying this. Um, it'd be, oh, God, it'd be, if Lace God's hearing this, it would be terrible if he found out God, about it'd be us so awful. And, and talked about oh, no. us on social media oh. constantly. <laughs> 
we don't want an enemy out of you, Lake Scott. Oh no, we wouldn't want that at all. He's he's basically the enter the silence antagonist in many ways. Uh, he also puts uh, as much money into his movies as we do into our podcast, which is zero. Which is now. zero. Dollars. I mean, that's not true, I guess, but it's time. And we, we probably put as much time into this as he does into his movies. For being <laughs> honest, hey, we well, do, we do an hour a week. At the same time, this is hour. free material too. This is all like this is that's just true. for you. That's true. Like Charlie Brown's tree, uh, we're small and only ten people are looking at it. So, and yet, people think we're adorable. Hopefully, <laughs> um, not like anyone's. That's not, not like anyone's told us or anything. But my like my workplace literally has a prop Charlie Brown Christmas tree in the break room. Mm. Like it's a it's a it's a marketed item, which is kind of gross, but it but also people love it. So. Anywho, we've sidetracked enough here. Let's get into this film. Alrighty. This film starts this not... off. <laughs> what you this, gonna say? This lay Scottless film. Yes, he's gone now. At this point, he's no longer uh, at the asylum. Um, maybe yes. that's why the asylums start getting popular. <laughs> I love how we're gonna do this back in. Okay, I love how he's like, man. They, you know, I worked at asylum. The people who made Sharknado. So you it's were like, you were not, by the you were not ever part of Sharknado. Never, ever, ever. Do you think the asylum hates him? Hard to say. I don't know anything about that. That'd be awesome. Like maybe that's why he left. But um, so this film begins with a bunch of like stock imagery of a California suburb sort of environment. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like Santa Clarita thereabouts, or like maybe like somewhere in the foothills, like where they got the McMansions. Mm. Hey, they have Sweden shows sort of a vaguely Christmassy suburb. By that I mean there's some pine trees and yeah, there's Christmas a couple lights. pine trees and like I say, patches of CGI white that yeah. are supposed to look like snow. Uh, we cut to a doghouse with the name uh, "cupcake" carved into it. It's a big pit bull. Yeah, and this is the first time you see the uh, the like the the animation they use when the dogs talk. Oh no! Which is like this incredibly shitty like CGI oh, mouth that's no. flapping up and down. Oh, it's bad. I mean, it's not like a, a talking cat bad, but um, it definitely oh. doesn't have the charm of a talking cat. A talking cat is like weird enough that like it's memorable. This isn't. Mm. This is like they just like do the little CGI effect where they just stretch the mouth out to make it look like it's forming human words, um, which is more effort than just doing the homeward bound of just dubbing a dog but with but not doing anything to the mouth right. it's like it, it's more rook for a worse effect <laughs> that's the asylum right there yep that's what the asylum is um, it's yeah when the asylum puts rook into their movies they somehow do things worse it's their charm i guess it's it's their it's their curse <laughs> um so then yeah so the dog sees intruders these three burglars they're sneaking in the house but um, they but they but the burglars have put down like a big ham bone uh on the gate and the dog's like "Ooh, smells good what's this is weird right so the dog then goes to the bone starts eating at it the, the uh criminal hey, is breaking who are the those thing, guys and then he's like oh no i'm in trouble and then he doesn't I'm stop in the dog them. house now and then he doesn't he notices they're there and he doesn't stop them he doesn't do anything he doesn't do anything <laughs> It's he's like a um, 
it, it's it's actually rather tragic. He's like an alcoholic. He he knows he has a problem, but he can't tear himself away. But uh, you know what? Fuck all that. Suddenly, awful, god awful credits now. The worst credits I've seen in a while. I, well, I actually like, don't even remember the credits, actually. Okay, it's like Flash M, and it's like a bunch of Flash um, oh, animation. Oh, oh, okay, yes, I remember the credits now. All right. Ooh, I, see, oh, wow. The credits show like the I'm the, realizing the dog, I just blacked that out of my memory. <laughs> I'm realizing, like, I, I completely blacked that out, because, yes, this is some of the shittiest animation <laughs> I have ever Look, seen. It's made in Flash, right? For sure. It's made with Flash in about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's it's telling a little story of all the different holidays, uh, and he's like a an old dog that's sleeping, and he's a really Not fast yippy dog. But anyway, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's this family has two a, dogs. a lazy dog, oh. I guess, is what they're going uh, for. Just just a just a, 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 a in the animation, the dog just a, sitting a still, dog. doing nothing. A, yeah, a trained dog, and then a little yippy like dog, yeah. you know young dog that, and the little yippy young dog keeps like. Breaking knocking things, stuff over yeah. um and it keeps landing on the the calmer dog and then like the gets mom, scolded. Yeah. mom you know comes in and is like wagging her finger at the the dog that didn't do anything and repeat that four times <laughs> so like you've established friends. the yeah you've established a relationship between these two dogs and the family um yeah uh after that awful <laughs> credit sequence uh, we see a family. What the hell was the song they were playing too? Oh, like, <laughs> generic non-copyrighted Christmas music. Generic non-copyrighted Christmas music that was like kind all of like I a want ripoff. Is my family for Christmas? It, it's a ripoff of all I want for Christmas is you, but like extremely shitty. All I want is dogs for Christmas, yo. Something like that, you know. Uh, something about the family and like uh, uh, friendship uh, and dogs. Who cares? It's it's too generic to <laughs> so like even remember. <laughs> it's no uh, Bill Bill Kill. No, yeah, that was that was memorable. Man, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go back to that at some point. I'm oh. sad we have not seen more original soundtracks. You know. I know. Well, we did get an original soundtrack. Did we? Did this song? <laughs> this does not count. Uh you, you, uh, no, no, I, I mean original in, like, the most technical definition of the word. Mm. Can you buy this OST on iTunes? Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you could? Uh, so we then see a family sleeping in their respective beds. There's a, a daughter, a son, and then a husband, wife. Most generic, like, suburban family Very, ever. very rich, apparently. They live in well, like a mansion. I mean, ju- well, just middle class. Just it's just a McMansion. It's just middle class, but like yeah, but it, they seem to own the house, right? And well, it's, that's but that's but that's how much money normal. is the house though? It's a McMansion. It's it's like it's in the suburbs. Like it's it's like not cheap, but like I mean, this is like it's it's like kind of your typical sort of like you know middle upper middle class like family. Hmm. Well, interesting enough, the father is uh, played by David uh, DeLuise, who is most well-known uh, for Wizards of Waverly Place father. That's where I recognize yes. him from. I, I was like, I've seen this guy in something. I know I have. That's his like main role. He hasn't really, okay. he hasn't done anything like... So he's basically just that. doing the exact same role in this Yeah, movie. basically. Yeah. And the wife is also played by Kim Little. Now her I know. Yes. 
uh, Heather from Killers One and Two, and Jane White. Uh, hey, like Jane White what? Like and twisted. Fifteen-year-old older, fifteen years older, Kim Little. I'm guessing by this. Like, how how far are we on from Killers? Oh, uh, it'd be shit. Killers came out in 1998, I believe. So. Okay, so we're about yeah, so about 15 years. Mm. Roughly, yeah. Uh, uh, they're both alright actors, frankly. Eh, they're fine. <laughs> they're just there. Yeah. Kim Little barely has anything to do, really. Like she's mm. not given that many lines. She's just there to sort of be like you know bitchy suburban mom basically like all of the like laziest archetypes you could construct of a suburban family like it this is it, the, it this movie has some I haven't and it's seen a like, lot of Kim recently either actually I wonder when she comes back to doing stuff mm, who knows because it's been a minute because she's married to David Michael Latt so I'm surprised we haven't seen more of her in the recent films we've watched yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> She'll come in soon, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. That's the Kim Little arc that we'll begin after the Lake Scott arc. And... Yeah, we're... <laughs> um, they also have two dogs uh, named right. Bone, which is like the the uh, older dog that's more calm and trained. Right. And then there's Columbus, who is the wacky, goofy dog. I saw on the Wikipedia that an alternate title for this movie, and I don't know if this is true, but it said that an alternate title for this movie was Bone Alone. Oof. Which is... No, but that's... I think that's better than Alone for Christmas. Really? I don't know. It sounds like the Home Alone parody. And it sounds kind of like... Well, I mean, yeah, but it sounds kind of like Home Alone. <laughs> well, if you paired Bone Alone with like a picture of a of a dog, and like it was in like a cutesy font and like a dog bone, then people wouldn't read see it and be like, "Ooh, that's dirty." Mm. <laughs> Still, I don't know about it. I, I'm okay with it. You, but you do need a pair with the picture. Like, mm. it needs to be pictured with, like... Like, I have a very specific, like, DVD cover art in mind for this... Uh, for that title. Sure, sure. Uh, they both hear an intruder. Or, and they sort of, like... It's like a present downstairs. It's like a baby doll that's making noise. Yeah. Uh, uh, Columbus freaks out and starts, like, trying Columbus to... Columbus is the little yippy dog, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He starts ripping at the present. Um... And sort of tears it apart, finding it's a doll. Gets all the sort of confetti and stuff on the bone. Bone then gets scolded, because you didn't, even though you didn't do anything. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. The family comes down and it's kind of like, oh, he tore up all the presents, and we we'd seen like thirty presents under this tree, and but we only saw Columbus ripping into one. But we're just like, we're not gonna show the rest of it all ripped up. Again, the asylum can't do like proper uh like establishment of mm. a concept they have to like cut away and you have to be told that something happened uh bone then gets scolded wait yeah, that already happened uh, later the son is uh bitching about like how sucky this christmas has been so far to his friend. this is gonna be the worst christmas ever his friend's name is hunter by the way which is like nice choice there that's pretty yes that's pretty that's, that's pretty well, that's pretty suburban yeah, upper, I'm like, into it. 
middle class white. I'm like, yeah, I, I buy that. I buy that. This Christmas sucks. I hate it so much. And he's like, Again, he's surrounded by everyone saying this. Yeah, he's just like talking on this like flip phone, and like, and Dad's just kind of like. And this is a this is a trend in the entire film. The sun's oh, the yeah, worst. Oh yeah, this is a running joke. This is a running. I hate joke. this. I hate, I hate this kid so much. Oh god. Well, it's, again, it's 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 all the laziest archetypes of a suburban family. It's like it's 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 sort of a cynical portrayal of a suburban middle class white family. But again, it's like like Home Alone is also like you know has a lot of stereotypes of a suburban family as well. Right. But there's enough like character there that they explore that you're okay with it. This movie, these these characters are not explored at all. No depth is given to them. It's just the laziest possible cynical archetypes you could give. Uh, we find out the reason why he's complaining about Christmas too is that um, David, the dad, uh has banned Bone from going to Grandma's house this year because everyone's assuming he's gone crazy and is acting Every, up all the time. Everyone thinks it, yeah. He's always knocking shit over, so... But that's Columbus! Whoa, oh no! Now that you mention that, we see who Grandma is at the end of the movie. Hey, we're not going to go into this at all yet. Well, this is a, that's I'm a big spoiler. I'm just going to say she does not seem like a fragile woman. No. So I don't... I like I don't get what the what that it is. So tragically Bone has to stay home alone, TM trademark. But not but not home alone. He's staying at a, a dog spa. Home alone <laughs> trademark. But not home alone. He's home alone. He's not, he's not home alone. He's like cuz he's not home. So uh Bone is like kind of he doesn't really care too much, I guess. He's, he's a little bummed out. He's actually pretty okay yeah. with the situation. He's not even mad at Columbus. Columbus is all like, I'm hurt. Uh, I wish I could be the big hero and help you out. But he's then Bones like, you can't be a hero. We're, we're normal dogs, not watchdogs. We're not watchdogs. Watch we're, you know, I didn't know these guys. I didn't know hackers were a thing in, in you know, this. <laughs> Dead but, sack. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, there's a weird sort of like, uh, like uh, the the concept of like what the dog universe is. The the weird there's this weird exposition of like the the a purpose bite. of a dog. Yeah. What's what what is your bite and what what does that make you as a dog? We don't we don't have a bite. It's 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 somewhat existential in some ways. It's yeah the the there's the running theme is like every dog has a bite and you have to discover your bite and it's this like it it's this strange unex like barely explored metaphor um, that frankly was just better summed up by Brian Cranston's character in Isle of Dogs when he said mm. I bite like that was <laughs> a better explanation of this concept than this whole goddamn movie. I mean that's not difficult. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little weird about, I mean, it's, I guess, the, would dogs actually be, like, some dogs are like, oh, I can't be a, I can't be a watchdog. I'm a, I'm just a family dog. I'll never be a big shot guard dog. I'm, anno I'm annoyed by the idea that dogs have the same existential dramas that humans do. I'm like, no, <laughs> they you're, wouldn't. you're a dog and, and 
dogs are charming because they don't have those existential dramas. Their wants and des- their desires are very simple, and that's what makes them lovable. Of course, there's always the classic thing where the dogs understand the people and can talk to each other, but they but, can't talk to the humans. But people don't understand the dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um. Later, after the conversation happened, we get like this extremely awkward conversation between the mailman whose name is Jake and uh, Kim so yeah this is them trying to do the scene in Home Alone where one of the wet bandits is disguised as a mailman and is like um, uh, scoping out the house yeah god this is so awkward though it's like this it's like hey how are you doing Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? It's like, uh, uh, great, great. So, so you, you just guys... moved in, right? Yeah. Uh, like you were holding the mail, right? Well, here's your package. Uh, you guys are doing uh, good, huh? Yeah. Well, and it's like, okay, well, um, I have this letter for you. It's like, oh, no, I can't take any tips. I can't take any tips at all. Uh, I don't want to get fired. Which is weird for a couple, couple reasons. The expression on her face is very strange because she's just like, oh, no, no. And he's just like, nope. Uh, like, uh, it's just like knowing, knowing that you're happy you is, well. is good enough for me. But she has this look on her face like she was like, I wasn't going to hand you a tip. I was just going to send you a letter to send. Like, that is the expression on her. Like, that's that was right. my reading of the situation. And But again, like, none of this is conveyed in dialogue. It's just she has this weird like confused expression on her face it's like some weird passive flirting between the two vague vague flirting i wouldn't read it as that i wouldn't read it as that it's just it's just kind of awkward very awkward uh doesn't stop columbus from being coming super suspicious about the mailman he's like he's something's fishy about this and bone says well he does smell like fish and body spray which uh Fish and body spray? That doesn't come back. Well, I mean, it does because they keep mentioning, like, oh, the guys who smell like fish and body spray. But it's like, like, shouldn't they have had a joke where, like, he's eating fish or something? Oh, they explain the fishing later, actually. Or or put on body... Oh, did they? Oh, shit, yeah. I missed it. Or put on body spray? Like, shouldn't they have had that joke somewhere in there? Yeah. Bone then says he's just a smelly, weird creep. Which is pretty harsh, man. He's just the middle I mean, man. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do anything. I mean, he he's right. Polite. He was but super like, polite. But, I mean, yeah, but he was, like, super polite. Uh, we then cut to see the mailman, uh, Jake, going to his van. Uh, it's a we, van. It's not even, like, yeah, it's not a postal truck or anything. It's just a van. It's a black van. And inside are two kids. A black minivan at uh, that. Yeah. Inside like two the, kids the mo- are, like... The most oh. <laughs> pathetic burglar it's, vehicle. Yeah. It's, it's a little rough. There's two kids inside the van too, uh, which is immediate alarms. But uh, two they're kids. like rifling. I guess they're teenagers, but uh, they're rifling for all the mail. Oh, like, I stealing well, credit well, I cards. Mean, clearly, these two are in their twenties. These actors are clearly <laughs> in their twenties. What are you talking about? They're both high school kids, I guess. I uh, I don't know. I th- I think I think they're like in the storyline. What I meant, but. I know what you mean, but I think they're played as like eighteen to twenty year olds. You think? I think so. Yeah, I don't think these are being played as like teenagers. I mean, I they, think these none are of them have any experience, though. I guess. 
Well, yeah, but I think they're being played as young adults. Like, I think they're being played as, like, the same age as, like, the, the wet bandits. Uh, but one of the kids looks like Draco Malfoy. Right, he's uh, he's this, like, tall, skinny kid with blonde, with, like, bleach blonde hair. And he's sort of a larger uh, kid. Uh, I'm going to call uh, him a crab uh, from Crab and Goyle gang. When you get down to it, it's basically he's... Draco, Crab, and Goyle is the group here. Pretty much. Except that Goyle is the leader. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they have they have like a mail stealing racket going on where they basically just like stealing credit like credit cards and money from gift gift cards gift cards yeah yeah and credit cards too probably who knows. Uh, Jake then gets in the van and she's to run over a kid's bike for no real reason. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like I, I, I did not understand the motivation there. They just see, they just see the kid in the with the, with his bike propped up against the the street curb, and they just like he just guns for it and runs over the bike. He's an asshole. Is I guess what they're going for. I guess. Um, so now we cut back to the family. Uh, they're dropping off Bone at Anthony Anthony's house, or Triple A, if you would. And that's a weird gag that they use like once. And they they purposely drop that. Yeah. Uh this guy is a weirdo. Uh it's like a goofy, wacky guy who's like he like he loves dogs. Um but a bit too much because he acts like he, a dog. He doesn't ma- he makes no sense. Well he doesn't act like a dog, but like well a little bit. I, I know what you're referring to, but like <laughs> basically he's he's like Ostensibly, he's running a dog care business, but he's just letting the dogs run around his house. Mm. And like, and they're talking about this. The dogs are talking about this as like, "Oh man, you're going to like dog prison or something, or you're going to like, you know, like, oh man, they're gonna lock you in a cage or something." So I thought like, I thought it was gonna be like some kind of more like professional business or something. He he's just he's just letting them run around the house. Mm. Like it actually looks like it'd be pretty fun for a dog. Uh, this sort of weirds out David, though, because uh, he expects they to be have, more professional. They have an interminably long conversation. More awkward where, dialogue, yeah. Just awkward. Just awkward. And it's supposed to be funny, and it's just not funny. It's like, uh, I'll I'll take these dogs like I took care of my own brother. Uh, but I haven't seen my I brother really need in eight this. years. I really need this. He like he like bargains down to like what like six bucks a day it's or really something, like and yeah. he's like, I really need this. It's just like, I don't think six bucks a day is gonna help you <laughs> that much. But all right. Um, yeah. So he eventually convinces David to give up Bone to him somehow. The main way he does is the apparently he's a bunch of like. Um, security cameras all around his house that record all the dogs. Oh yeah, like you can log in and like watch your dog, like a Twitch stream, basically, like a Twitch, like a, uh, or like a nanny cam. Yeah, David's convinced by at this point. It's like, okay, well, I can watch Bone do stuff, so I'm I'm gonna give it to you. And then Bone proceeds to meet the other dogs, including Cupcake, the dog from the beginning of this film. Um, who's there because uh, he failed to stop the burglars. So they put him in a dog spa? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Yeah, all right. They're assholes, I guess. 
I'm not sure why why they're punishing the dog. Well, wait, no, but that's not a punishment for it's, a dog. It's bizarre, right? Because, I mean, because they're not they didn't give the dog away. They they're paying to have it being taken care of at a dog spa. Yeah, and it almost seems like maybe punishment. The, or is are the parents just worried that the burglars will come back? Maybe. It. I mean, it just makes no sense. Uh, so after this happens, we're back to the family. Awkward family time began. Oh, they're driving to the minivan. They're like, boy, isn't this fun, guys? And both the kids are like, ugh, I can't believe you, dad and mom. Their car is, is really fucking packed, too. <laughs> like, like the, the back window is, like, stuffed to the gills, like, where it fills up the entire back window of the minivan. But, like, they're just they're just driving to, like, the grand, grandma's. For what I believe is only like a day trip. I well, I guess it's like a two week trip though, right? Like they're being there for two weeks. Oh yeah, you're right. I I forgot about that. Yes, you're right. Because Bowen's gonna be there for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, they didn't stop at a cafe called Frosty Palace, but it's weird. Like this is weird. Clearly, clearly in the valley. It's clearly like in the San Fernando Valley. This is super weird because the pictures of their dog are on. the pic- from the animation yeah. at the start of the movie are on, it's, it's, like the cartoon, the, uh, it's the cartoon depictions of the dogs on the side which is weird I, it's a very odd detail were they just that proud of that cartoon i guess so it's kind of it's a little scary seeing your your dogs like up on well to be fair there's such poor depictions <laughs> of the dogs in the movie that no one would like, reasonably suspect them to be but like it's not a dog themed ice cream place so like why why have that on the side i don't know it's like <laughs> it's i don't know it's like fortune telling or something you know it's like it's, fate. Just like a, it's like a bad reference that goes nowhere. So we then cut back to Bone. Uh, he's continuing talking to Cupcake. Uh, Cupcake, uh, he calls the place a hippie commune. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. All right, Asylum. Nice political reference, I guess, going for there. I, I don't know. It's It's just like, oh, this guy's weird. Um, uh, he also mentions the robbers smelled like fish and body spray. And it's like, oh my gosh, they're the same people? Oh my god. And then Cupcake's like, you, got, you, need, you guys, Bone, you need to get over there now to stop the robbers. They're going to break you into You need place. to find your bite. And Bone's unsure every, what to do. Every dog's got a bite. He's like, I can't call 911. There's no phone here. And besides, I have no thumbs. And then suddenly you hear a drum Doesn't stop sound. it from doing every fucking thing else in this movie. <laughs> you suddenly hear a drum sound in like a... Like they just shoved in like a Badum Tish sound after he says he has no thumbs. Oh, I, yes. What was, I missed, what, yes. What was the joke there? There was no joke. There was no there joke. There was no punchline, but they just added in there. The joke is that he, besides he has no thumbs, but that's not a joke. That's stating the a jo- fact. Yeah. And then we get a fart joke. No oh, bottom right, yeah. there then, though. There's a, there's a few fart jokes in this movie. Yeah, there is. <laughs> oh, boy, there is. Eh. Bowen plans to escape. He escapes. Pretty much no trouble at all. He pretty much just walks out the door. 
Uh, yep. Um, Columbus, where this happens, Columbus, they're like watching the TV screen of Bone. It's like, because uh, they're inside a room, and so Columbus can hear what Bone is saying. The family obviously can't. So Columbus finds out that um, he's trying to leave, so Columbus needs to then find a way to escape from the car he's in. Uh, so then he's then somehow hijacks the car by removing, turning on like turning off the brake. And while they're to, in the ice cream shop, yeah. yeah, he like he figures out how to uh, uh, undo the parking brake. Like he kind of grabs it with his teeth and just like tugs on it, which causes it to roll back, and then it smashes into like a. Um, <laughs> it rolls into a dumpster, and you get a like a CGI, CGI, a CGI scene of the glass exploding outwards. CGI shattered glass. No, no, uh, but the, the the glass explodes outwards, not inwards. Not right. <laughs> Which implies this force. It, it hits the the, the dumpster so hard it causes force to explode out of the car. To that's a really good observation i was just gonna make the point that those windows are designed so that when they shatter they don't they don't go they don't fall into the car like those windows are very specifically designed to like hold together like they'll be cracked and everything but they'll still hold together they won't they won't just like crumble it's specifically like it's safety glass it's specifically so that like if you're in an accident you don't get shards of glass flying at you mm. but not this car not this car it causes glass and to also, shoot out violently when you crash and also it. that car hits the dumpster at like five miles yeah, it's an a pretty, hour it's a, <laughs> it just rolls into the dumpster it's a bad car you guys got a bad car there get a new car guys your car is bad it rolls into the dumpster, it like hits it with the bumper, and then CGI glass explodes out from it. They couldn't even be bothered to shatter an actual <laughs> window. That's how lazy the asylum is. Can you imagine is. if your car crashed in something and glass just sort of shoots out violently, stabbing <laughs> around you? Just a CGI shower of glass. Um, he ex- so Columbus escapes in- onto a, like a passing like red truck, and so he's oh out. yeah. A big Ford F one fifty kind of looking truck. Uh, we, now we're back to Jake the mailman. Oh, oh, I love this. I love this too. Like he he's in he's in the cab of the truck underneath like a little blanket, and the family comes out because they hear the car uh, crash. I think the I think the um, the waiter or something is like, oh hey, yeah, do you, are you guys <laughs> driving a, a black like SUV? Like, well, it's driving without you, and then like they see it crash. Uh, but then, like, the family runs out. And they're like, oh, like, where's Columbus? Is Columbus okay? And the girl goes, like, there he is. And they cut to, like, the the truck, like, on a rural road <laughs> in the middle of nowhere with, like, the dog curled up, like, already, like, covered up in a blanket. And they're like, and they cut from that to, like, no, Columbus. That, that, that girl loves, the daughter loves ketchup, by the way. Is a scene to where she's fair, just pouring ketchup on her gr- plate. Maybe that girl just has really good eyesight. It's possible. She could just see like thirty miles away. <laughs> that ketchup, man. That's what, <laughs> that's that's what, what the what ketchup does, does. Um. So Jake the mailman, we're back to him. He's being the rob the house. They're setting things up. A uh, bone while running over steals a skateboard 
which is ex- vastly slower than just running. He just he doesn't like use the skateboard. He just sort of stands on it and it sort of rolls down the hill slowly. And if I'm not mistaken, he steals it from the same kid who had his bicycle smashed yeah, by the rough. burglars, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor kid. <laughs> um. So he man- Bone manages to get there just in time because using his incredibly slow skateboard. So he starts like placing traps all around the house. He, he would have gotten there a lot like soon. Yeah, like, a lot like, faster. Way before time, and he just run, but whatever. He starts playing placing traps all around the house, and Airtime gives like this shitty one liner where it's like, "Well, before that." The, the burglars are about to sneak in and so they like they open the van door and they're like boom 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 like around it like checking around the corners mm. and so he um, bone like taps the wheel of a car and it said that manages to set off the car alarm somehow and then and he taps like the hubcap and then like he like taps another one and another car alarm goes off again yeah somehow and he does this a few times they all freak so out so the burgers yeah. are like, "Whoa, what's that?" They like run back into the van. They're goof, they're goofters or whatever. They're goofballs. But, um, and then and then he runs into the house. Uh, a bone runs into the house and starts setting the traps. And boy, some of these traps are really specific. Very <laughs> like there've been. He basically had like sort of a like a thought see or whatever, where you can he, see the future quickly. Had, yeah, he would have had to like. Yeah, like some of these are like so are set up like so specifically that like you would like three three to five different things would have happened to happen perfectly in order for this trap to run. It's Home Alone, I guess. You know, it's that kind of thing. You know, except the traps in Home Alone like have they, some they... form of confidence besides random placing of objects everywhere. Right, like they're like the the you sort of like see it and you're like this seems reasonable. Like it seems reasonable to assume that like oh if the burglar comes from this part and then tugs on the knob that like this will happen and you know and yes there's there's a obviously there's a level of luck in in the, in the Home Alone traps but they don't seem crazy unlikely. Hmm. I mean, if you want to get down to it, Bone is basically a JoJo character. You know, having the ability to constantly oh plan God. far ahead, like ten steps ahead, every single or, time, or maybe like because he set the trap, it will be sprung. There you go. <laughs> That's a stand. <laughs> Once you place a trap, everyone has to enter it, no matter what. It exactly. It's undefeatable. Um. Yeah, yeah. He gets all these little one liners. Like one, like place one of his too. traps is literally just throwing Legos on a floor. Yeah, my favorite one is he puts a ball inside of the uh, shower, like just a rubber he puts, ball. He puts a ball in for the shower, and that one pays off in a really weird way. Yeah. But like the Legos one gets me because it's like <laughs> here's the problem with Legos. It's Legos on a carpeted floor. Here's... A. And so, like, and the and the way that gets set, I'm jumping ahead here, but, like, I'm going to forget it by the time we get there. Mm. But the way that gets sprung is the bandit who runs across that happens to not be wearing shoes at that point. Yes. So it's like, and also running, and also not paying, somehow missed the mess of colored Legos on the floor. So, like... 
all three of those things had to go just right in order for that to rock. It's a mess. I I love how like all of his and traps, a lot of the traps basically and a lot rely of the traps, on yeah. uh, the people starting out one being idiots and two not noticing like never looking down and looking at the floor. Right, right. And a lot of the traps aren't even traps; they're just like annoyances. Well, they're they become anno- they're like they're so annoying that often completely kills them basically. Like one of the very first ones he sets is like sticky traps, where yeah, like, like he's got those, those like pieces traps, of fly like paper. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. rat traps, and he sets a couple of those on the paper, and all that does is just annoy the the guy. Like he just he steps on them, and like so. It's- <laughs> It doesn't lead to anything greater. It no. doesn't lead to anything funny. You don't you don't get a cool sort of like Rube Goldberg esque you know like sequence of events like with the Home Alone traps. Is is the final trap he does is to then start scratching at the floorboards in front of the door. Uh, oh my god! Them, and he does it like within seconds. Within seconds, he like he like manages to like the 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 um. It's the um, it's the boards like on a like on a porch like we have like an elevated porch yeah. so that like it's like em- it's like it's empty space below, um, and he manages to dig up like half the boards underneath the floor mat within like ten seconds. Uh, yeah, that's the first trap. That actually, that's the first trap that actually hits uh because uh the they're starting they're gonna break into the house and uh drake goes walking up to them and the floorboards break and he falls into the floorboards he's like and he does this so, he does this so quickly with such confidence it's like he watched home alone and was like <laughs> i know what to do uh so drake is trapped like, there's no between build like, up to this this is a this is a big problem in home alone there's a build up to this and like there's a couple of like close calls where like the kid has to scare off the bandits before he can like he's like okay I gotta set the traps and like and take care of it and like and like really scare these guys off um, or like really give them what for um, and so there's a lot of like planning and like and he's sort of he's established to be a really uh, smart resourceful kid like he has that like like my favorite thing is where like he sets up the the little like track with the with the um with the life size like poster figures of the of like the basketball players so that like they're going like around on the little track while the Christmas music is playing to make it look like people are dancing inside mm. like there's a whole there's a whole like build up it is- to like establishing like oh this kid is smart enough to set these kinds of traps in this movie no it's almost all of that it's almost if uh home alone the traps were had thought put into it and this film they just shoved things on the floor and said oh trip over that it's almost as if they established character Mm. in home alone and and not in this movie Uh, so draco is now sort of stuck between the floorboards um and then Bone comes out of nowhere and basically starts smashing a fry frying pan on his head. Yes. <laughs> Multiple times. And it times. makes a boing sound every time he does it. It's like super which, violent though when you think about it. It's well also, I mean, okay, A, there's no way a dog could like hold that in its mouth and swing it with enough force to like actually like really 
hurts. Could you imagine like that instead someone? of that, Bone starts ripping at his throat? That that would be a, I mean, that would be discovering his bite. <laughs> Cause his neck's fully available and he can't do anything to stop it, you know? Like there's the like this dog hasn't been established to be like smart or resourceful or anything. There's nothing about this dog that makes you go like that makes you believe he's capable of setting these traps. Yeah, and he's he's able to do all of his like mouth. By the way, too, every single trap he places is just of his mouth. Well, well, once in a while they cut to him placing his paw on something. Yeah, <laughs> shut up with that. You can't pick anything up with your paw. Your dog. You can't do that, at Asylum. You can when you discover <laughs> your bite. Yeah, but he's not using his bite. But whatever. I I'm kidding. Um. These are the slapstick scene where like they're trying to get him like he's they're trying to get him out. They actually like they rip his pants and stuff. And he gets oh, hit this with is a when he falls pan. through the porch. Yeah, this is when he falls through the porch and they're trying to like pull him out from under. Yeah, and... they can't see the dog smashing the frying pan because they're the dog keeps hitting him with the frying pan. But they but they can hear it though mm-hmm. for some reason and it keeps making a loud bong sound. Uh, he eventually escapes, but then uh, Bone then rubs a bunch of soap all over a ladder. Because he's just uh, expecting there that to happen, I guess. They're like, "Oh, an open window. Here's a ladder." Uh, so they go up. They, uh, so then, um, crab walk goes up the ladder and then slips. Yeah, the, and it's the, like, the, oh, the fat, the fat one. Yeah. yeah. You know, he falls over and slips, and that that yeah. happens. And then we cut back to uh, Columbus, who runs into Santa. The man just looks like Santa. Who's driving the? Tr- he's the one driving the truck. Yes, he's just Santa. He takes him home. Santa and Mrs. Claus, they're dri- they're the ones driving the truck. Yeah. Uh he has also has a dog too, which I believe his name's like Diesel. Diesel, yes. Good great dog name. He's like a um he's like a he looks like a sheep dog. Um hmm. shit. Like a German what, shepherd. I forget right? what they're uh yes, that's what he is. He's a German shepherd. Uh the family is like following the truck. Uh and Columbus has to find a way to stop them. So then Diesel, Santa's dog, then finds a board with a rusty nail, which I, I've actually seen this picture before, John, with the dog holding the uh, rusty nail uh, right. board. Right. Look out. He's got a board with a nail so in he it. He throws it on the floor, which causes the family to violently spin out. It he... hits the, the tire of the family's minivan, and they spin Violently, quickly out of control in a crazy CGI shot. So was that a goddamn car ad, by the way? What was? Because the car's spinning around, and then it stops, and you can see the car logo, like on the car. It's was no, that it's like a, a C- was that a? It's a CGI model. No, no they 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 just got it from a CGI warehouse where like it had the the logo on it because it was made because <laughs> it was made enough. to be distributed. By the the manufacturer, that's where all you. That's where you get these shitty CGI models. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy thing. It's like clearly a CGI model spinning, but but like, let's it's so let's it's back so up violent here. Too. Let's back up here. Let's back up here. Diesel, the new friend of Columbus, the family dog, nearly murders <laughs> the family. But Columbus approves of it, though. I guess. Oh, Columbus is fine with it. Why is there a board of a rusty he, nail? Wait, get, why is there even a board to get home to... with a rusty nail in the back of the pickup Look truck? Look out, he's got a board with a nail in it. Why is that even back there? Why, surely they're scared of the dog 
getting like tetanus or whatever from it. Because the story called for something that would pop the tire. Well, I don't know. Why is it a board of a rusty nail shelf, David? Though. Or like, why? Why does the family have to be chasing Columbus in the truck? Why can't Columbus just be lost? Oh, I guess because they had to find some reason why Columbus can get back to the house. But they don't have a reason to get. But like, no. But why do they need a reason to chase him? Uh, because they want them all to get back together. I guess at the end of the film, it's, it's one they, of those type but, of films, the family reunion. But, but they don't know where Columbus is going because their tire flattened, so they wind up back home anyway. Yeah. It was completely it's pointless, pointless for pointless. them to be chasing <laughs> right? him. It's completely pointless. Again, but again, the sequence just proves that the Asylum can't help but try to make an action movie even when they're not making an action movie. Mm. Jeez, though. It's like they do totally almost, they could totally almost die like any moment during the whole scene. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, it's terrifying. So after that happens... Uh, and completely pointless. They don't need to do that. They could have just been like, oh no, Columbus is gone. And then like they're just kind of searching for him. And then finally they're like, we don't know what to do. Like, all right, let's 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 go home. <laughs> Can you imagine Love at the Christmas Table? The other Asylum Christmas movie is also like this too. I don't even know. Well, I don't know what's a ripoff of. It's, I don't so. think it's a ripoff of anything. It's like a generic Hallmark Christmas movie. Ew. You know, one of those ones where it's like and a CEO of insert a biz big company here hates Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, one of those yeah. things. Whatever, you know. But also in that film, I'm sure they have a car spin out and almost kill people. Oh, God. I mean, there there has to be an action movie sequence in an asylum movie. Uh, so the thieves then. So we're back now. The thieves finally broke break in into the house. They just sort of bubble around. Um. He like goes through like the window and immediately steps in the sticky paper. Yeah, I yeah. Think. and starts you know dragging the lights everywhere. There's a bunch of lights on the floor. Yeah, it's, yeah. The sticky paper is attached to the lights. We see him like like they wrap around his legs, and so we see him cut one of the strands of lights, but he doesn't cut the other one for some reason. So he's still like he's he's still like struggling like through them so clearly the whole plan was just to get the guy's shoes off so the later traps will work because columbus can see like 10 steps into the future at all moments bone bone can see sorry bone (laughs) maybe columbus can too but bone does it's a stand but uh yeah (laughs) so uh jake has to take his shoes off basically and I forget the sequence of traps here. Okay, because... I, I, I ran them down. Okay, cool. So because crab... there's no build-up. So this isn't a problem between this and Home Alone. Home Alone, there's proper build-up yeah. in the traps. They get crazier and crazier and more and more violent. And it's awesome. Um, in this movie, they kind of get more violent too, but it bounces place. around, yeah. It really bounces around because we go... I mean, yes, they do sort of get more violent, but then, like, he has the thing where he covers the the kitchen cloth in hot sauce, so he's setting up the, like, oh, when they need to rub their like rub their face wipe their face off they'll they'll wipe hot sauce on their face but that happens really late yeah in, in the whole sequence and it's like that's an early one that's that's a that's well, a that's been later on goofy but um one. so yeah so uh crab the the fat guy um he, so he's like a candle holder he's like searching around the place he faces like fancy candle holder thing that's been rigged to be extremely hot 
like somehow. How did? Yeah, how, I didn't even realize it was supposed to be hot. It was because he picks it up and it burns his hand, and he throws it around, and then Drake. No, but like how? But like we didn't see the dog. Oh, he set did it though. Up. He, I think he like put like I guess a, some sort of lighter next to it. It's like hot now though. It's it's hot now. I don't know why. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> he does something to it. It's hot now. Um, yeah. Because he picked it up and he was like, ah! And I was just like, wait, what? What's going on? Uh, Jake... I'll, say, I'll take your word for it, though. Yeah. Maybe they did set it up and I just missed it. I mean, they set up like every air trap they do, which is a scene of the dog placing something next to an air item. And that's that's setting up the trap. There you go. They do that for every trap in this whole movie. It's just sort of like... You, don't, you can't ever see what the trap is going to be. Until it happens, right? You like can't the, even imagine. There's, the one, can, he, there's the one where he squirts thing. glue on the stuffed animals, and I was like, "What the fuck is the point of this?" <laughs> well, see, and then he, it has, happens, he has ten and steps then I was into the like, future at all times. At, but then it happens, and I'm still like, "What the fuck was the point of that?" Every single trap requires like just ten different things to happen to then get to that thing. So it's impossible yeah. to actually figure out what each trap is until it eventually happens because it requires multiple different setups. So yeah, uh, he throws the candle holder that's hot. Jake grabs it, which he then burns himself, and then flies into Draco's head, which he then gets knocked out for good, proper. Nah, he he gets he gets back, back up. up, but for this point he's knocked out. Uh, Bone. Well, he gets back up soon enough because yeah. he he needs he needs to get trapped in like three different mm-hmm. shoots. Uh, Bone then reveals himself at this point in time. He barks at them. Or yeah, something. they finally see the bone is there, and uh, he's holding like a rope, connected to the chandelier, and trying to drop them on their heads. Mm. Uh, which he proceeds to then do. Well, there's a knock at the door, and then he drops it, and it turns out to be carolers at the door who evidently heard the chandelier fall, <laughs> but are totally <laughs> unconcerned about it. Yeah. Um, oh, and there's a runny joke where the fat guy is like, yeah, he "Oh, loves carolers." Food. He also he also loves well, easy bake ovens let's, too. He yes he wants an easy bake oven and that only comes in at the very end and then he um, he's like let's just go caroling like he's not interested in stealing. Yeah, it's 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 that a like, goofy character I guess it's a character arc. It's supposed archetype. to be kind of like the Three Stooges, but I mean again it's the Asylum doing it and no one no one can fuck up comedy like the Asylum I guess. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we haven't we haven't seen the asylum comedy yet. I'm I'm not looking forward to that. Well, we we've seen a couple of them. We saw that uh, that TV one. Well, I'm Jane White sick and TV. twisted. I don't. That, that that's one, like yes. I guess that counts. I'm, that was that's awful. That's them trying to do comedy, and that was abysmal. But I'm talking more about like their stoner comedies they do later. Oof. Like Sex Pot. Not looking forward to that. Yeah, it's gonna take. It's gonna. We're, we're, the good thing is, is that's gonna be a while. So okay, <laughs> let's let's keep it that way. Um. So Jake now finding out that Bone is there, calls an evil pet napper named Quentin. Um. Oh. Hey. Oh, this guy. God. This guy played the professor in God's Not Dead. I don't know what that is. You know, God's Not Dead. Oh well, I I didn't. Okay, you've told me about God's Not Dead, but I haven't actually the seen evil professor in that film who's like the right. evil atheist. Right. It's the same actor. Yes, yes. The 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 religious anti atheist uh, movie. Holy shit. Okay. Well, I haven't I haven't actually seen that movie. Like you've told me about sure, it. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a glorious film that is. 
What an awful messed up film, too. That yeah. film's fucked. Seriously. Like, morally. It's not by just a faith film, is it? It's it's not by the asylum or anything, no. Okay, okay. I'm saying, like, that'd be, like, like where do you get this guy from? This guy... Okay, again, the asylum can't help but try to make an action yeah, yeah. movie. He's because like... he's Quint from Jaws. Mm. That's the entire joke. Yeah. That's the entire joke. <clears throat> he's he's just Quint from Jaws. I'm not, and I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not like you know saying, oh, that's his character. Like that's like that's the character type. No, I mean he's literally Quint from Jaws. He's dressed like him, and he's given a bunch of lines. He has the whole he has the USS Indianapolis monologue, but it's about. Um, well, let's get there poodles, later. Yeah, yeah. But it's about poodles in a shipwreck or, or a plane crash in the ocean. It's it's so pointless <laughs> and stupid. Yeah, this this is supposed to be a kids' film too. So it's like, oh, it's the Sam loves doing that. Where it's like, let's make a references that adults let, can understand. I guess is what they're going for. So adults right. can go watching this b- shitty bad film. Let's too. do a reference to Jaws, only the most like referenced movie in the world. Does it like does it the um that really shitty Dana Carvey comedy, the um um Man of a Thousand Disguises or something like that? Uh, the 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 turtle, turtle, the that one. Yeah, doesn't sure. isn't <laughs> isn't there a shitty isn't there a shitty like does he do like a shitty Quint impression in that movie too? I wouldn't know, but I, you know what? Probably yes, he definitely does pretty, that film. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure he does. That film is all about wacky disguises, so. What is it about? What is it about Jaws and Quint in particular that draws like like attracts pe- people who write terrible comedy? Uh, hmm. Is it just like an iconic movie role? Yeah, is that probably. All it is? That's probably what it is. Frankly, it's something people know. So it's like, oh, you can make a funny parody of that. Let me do my mono- Let me do my Quint monologue. People like It'd the character funny. too. I guess they like they like pretend to be the character. It's like doing a Everyone James just, Bond impression. Everyone just loves that monologue. They just want to do that monologue. Uh, he also reminds me, like, it, it, not as a character, but as his role in the story, he reminds me of Christopher Walken's character <laughs> in Mouse Hunt. The uh, yes, it's actually, um, I want to talk about Exterminator, that. the Exterminator character. Except in that movie, that like is funny and also like it's the appropriate build up in the sequence of events in the plot and in this movie this character is completely fucking pointless yeah this film is actually sort of a mix between mouse hunt and home alone when you get down to it you know what i mean yeah in some it's way. also kind of like we need to bring in a special dog catcher. It's like no, it's a dog. Just catch it. They've like they've they haven't even started robbing the house yet. The dog's just upstairs <laughs> setting traps, and they're like, "You guys, you're standing in the living room. The TV is right here. You could just grab this shit and go." But no, they like they need to. They need to capture the dog, but they're not actually going to capture the dog. So they're going to call. I guess it's his brother. It's his cousin. It's his cousin. Quint is like his cousin. Uh, Yeah, he tells him. Yeah, so he comes in. He starts talking about his. uh, He explains that like it's not just the bite of a dog. Some dogs' bites is like intelligence, 
and for, he didn't tell us the poodle nightmare about the poodles breaking out of like a shipwreck. Which is just the, the, the ripoff of the USS Indianapolis yeah, yeah. monologue from Jaws. And the poodles killed people, which is, yo, that's pretty ruthless, man. And he, and he talks about, like, you know, he, he has the line about, like, like eyes, black, lifeless. Uh, and then, and then of course, it gets intercut by uh, the, the fat guy being like, wait, are you talking about, are you talking about sharks? And, or? God, that's, it's, it's like... That's such a shitty it's like, bad we line. already yeah, know right? what you're referencing, We get what the fuckers. reference is. Thank you, Asylum. <laughs> All you need to do is look at the camera and say, this is about Jaws. And, you know. Did you get the reference? I know it might have gone <laughs> over your head. It was a. It's a very smart grown-up reference. Only grown-ups will get this. <laughs> Uh, so, so now he's getting ready to catch the dog. He like sticks some, like some steak to a, a fishing, fishing rod. Line. Again, a, a weird Jaws reference. Like he he hunts the dog like it's a shark. Uh, but obviously the the ends up capturing uh crab again, and crab's like trying to run away. He's trying he's trying to break free of the fishing line. Yeah, like the, yeah, like the dog like. The, the crab is like he's he's using the the bathroom and the dog somehow sticks the piece of steak in his underwear while he's on the toilet and somehow crab doesn't notice this and he pulls up his pants and somehow doesn't feel the <laughs> steak against his junk but whatever yeah um, whatever you do you man they're like and then, he, and then, yeah, and then uh, uh, Quinn starts reeling him but in. it's like Crab could just say, like, hey, guys, you got me instead. You guys should, hey, guys, the thing's failing. But, um. And he really fights him. Yeah. Like, he, like, it, that scene goes on for a long time. And Quinn never actually realizes that he's captured Crab. He just gives up. And Crab actually gets away, which is like I was looking for like the big thing when like he would like fly backwards and be like and be like going down hallways and everything, kind of like Mouse Hunt, where mm. like the exterminators like his cable's been hooked up to like the the car the thing, and then like he's like flies through the entire house, and it's crazy and awesome and funny. Um, we don't get that. <laughs> we don't get that those in the Asylum films, John. We don't. We don't, we don't get that. that. We don't get that because this house was probably like lent to them by like one of the actors in the movie, so they can't actually destroy anything in it. Uh, so then, takes out a taser to try and get the dog. Um, I'm not sure. Like even then, I'm not sure what his plan is there because he has to capture the dog in the first place to tase him. But again, why do they need him? I don't. Well, to get the dog, I guess. He's terrible. He's at bad this. at it. Um, he then gets distracted by talking like a the same doll in the present from like earlier. Oh right, yeah. And then, oh oh, he drops the stick because the dog placed the trap there, and he draw he shocks himself. Well, no, and then he gives up and leaves. How did he? Oh wait, okay. No, this makes this makes no sense. But like, he drops the stick on the little train set the little christmas train set that goes around the tree he drops the stick on the 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 taser on it's it's a cattle prod actually is what it is he drops a cattle prod on the train track 
and that shocks him? I guess so. What I thought happened, I think that, what didn't the train just sort of bump into him, which causes him to drop it onto his foot? Yeah, the train bumps into his foot, but he's wearing, he's like, super... rubber boots. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, he, and he gets a big, like, blah, 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 like, up, like big crazy, like, like, yeah, like, like, electricity shocks, like, CGI on him, and it's, but it makes no sense. It's almost as if this film wasn't thought out at all. You know, it's like how how do we do like how do we do the thing in Home Alone where he touches like the 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 contraption and it shocks him? How do we do that? How do we? <laughs> um, I don't know. So he leaves. I was asking, I was asking oh. you. How do we do that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just make this him make hard. just make him drop the make him drop the cowprog on his foot. That's what we will do. Wait, why would the dog exterminator have a cattle prod? Because he likes to hurt dogs, I guess. I don't know. But what? But why would he have a cattle prod? Why does he have that? <laughs> What's the origin story of that? I don't know, man. Isn't his whole thing that like he kidnaps dogs and holds them for ransom? Yeah, pretty much. Too? We we kind of we kind of glossed napper. over that. Yeah, he's a dog napper. He's a he's a dog napper, and when he's introduced, he's like on the phone with someone, and he's like he's he's basically demanding ransom for the dog. But then he's like, but then he says, like, he's trying to get the mayor. He's like, tell the mayor I, he doesn't want any more tickets. But it's like, he doesn't. The he person, parking tickets. Yeah, yeah. He has any more parking tickets. And then he's like, what do you mean you don't know the mayor? I only work for you if you know the mayor. <laughs> then rob the mayor's dog next time. Then, bar, then rob the mayor's dog, yeah. <clears throat> so he's so he's so he's not just bad at his job, he's also stupid. Oh, yeah, like every every other villain in, like, Home Alone. But he's. Film. But, but he's presented as if he's like intelligence in some way. Is he I though? Guess. He's Quinn. We he's clearly not, but like. So he after he leaves, he's done. Um, Bone later then tricks Draco into a laundry chute uh, by placing like a dog, like a do- uh, like a toy dog in the laundry basket. Oh, and then and then and then Bone just pushes him in. Yeah. And then proceeds to shove a uh, dart up his ass. He he puts he puts some like ornament in his ass. No, it's it's like a long it's like a long stick, like a long dart stick. Well, no, no, there's two things. He puts the ornament in, and you hear it crunch, and then you and then he puts in the long dart. But then this implies that he ripped through his pants too. So it's like must been really sharp, and like that's pretty horrifying. And here's the other problem. When they cut to it, he's like, they cut to like, they see his front and you hear the noise of like him getting like something shoved with his butt. And he's like, ah, and then it cuts to his back and it's just his legs sticking out. Like it's, it's his legs in the chute and like clearly nothing is going on in his butt region. Yeah. There's like he's got his pants on. There's nothing there, and you just see like the soles of his boots and like his legs kicking. Like he's clearly like the like the dog isn't doing anything. The dog is nowhere to be seen. Dog is clearly not doing anything to his butt. His butt looks fine. He also his has like a fi- has to... <laughs> his butt looks fine. No. Um. But uh. But yeah, it's like it's like the dog wouldn't even be able to reach his butt because like his legs are blocking the way. He also has a farting problem, which is a constant joke. 
Oh, right, because he ate beans. And hey, this is a great uh, subversion of expectations, because you assume the fat man would be the one who farts, but it's not. It's, it's the skinny Whoa, guy. Asylum. Changing expectations here. Well done. Um, he also, yeah, so he then traps a crab into the shower. Because he's the oh. scene here. He, yeah, they, they, he posts, like, um, hot sauce. It was the hot sauce. Th- so there's a flower... Like uh oh oh god okay yes the the sequence of events for this to rook uh, is is pretty pretty remarkable so he put flour in a dustpan and then so the the fat guy he he steps on the dustpan and it springs up like like a, a like a lawn rake and it covers him in flour okay yeah and then so he then grabs a rag very lucky. So then, so then he he's he's feeling around for for the cloth. He found that cloth specifically, the one with the hot sauce in it, and he rubs that on his face. Freaks out, goes to the shower, turns on the water to wash off the hot sauce, which is when Bone knocks over like um, a broom to like lock him in mm. the shower. And there's the rubber ball in there, which I think stops, the, like, it clogs up the thing. The rubber ball clogs the the drain, so it starts filling up with water, which escape. begs the question, <laughs> why doesn't he turn off the water? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. You didn't, you didn't notice no, that? No, I didn't think about that at all. There's a couple scenes. There's uh, that's couple, all there's I was couple thinking. Times in this. That, that's all that's I was like thinking was like he didn't do puzzles. anything to the water. You could turn off the water. It's it's because of Bones' stand. Every step you take, he just did like he knew that that crab wasn't going to think of, of that. And while the shower fills with water, Bones' stand. Every step you take has infinite range. Uh, God damn, and, <laughs> and allows and allows perfect choreographed events to happen. It's beautiful. If he sets a trap, it will be mm-hmm. sprung. It stands undefeatable. Every step you take is undefeatable. Um. <laughs> so Drake Jake later later finds Dro- uh, Draco and tries to get him out. Uh, but Bone then places a barbecue like stove underneath the laundry chute and sets it on fire. How? How? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> By... <laughs> he like like you see that shot where his paw hits a little switch and it like you ev- like flames shoot out of it. But there's but we we had seen it in, in like the previous shot. There are no coals in it. Mm. There's nothing in the in the in the grill. It's not a fancy like propane grill where you turn it on. It's just one of those basic ones where you fill with coals and you like you know set a little fire in it and you put the grill on top. How how did the dog make fire happen? Uh, because of his his stand. But uh, so <laughs> I don't think Scenes of the Future helps you make fire no. if you have no thumbs. <laughs> and again, it's not like. This joke would rook if it was like some like big fancy like like stove type contraption where like oh you turn it oh you do hit the switch to turn the fire on, but it's not that kind of grill. Yeah, it's Asylum, like it's like a it's it causes like a, a sudden flame and the flame is like it's huge it's high it's huge yeah yeah 
It's it's a fire hazard, that's for sure. It's huge and it's bright orange, which is also not what like propane grills look like. They're always blue flames. Uh, Jake like pours a bunch of like soap into the vent to get him out, which causes Jake to then slip out and falls right into the barbecue fire, uh, which he burns his face brutally. With the grill marks on, yeah. And this would be a he doesn't really treat it as a big deal, but that's a uh, like really really bad fire damage. That is at least on the level of like a Home Alone mm. like level of violence. It's just the way it's set up makes no so sense. So they all get angry. They all start chasing down Bone. And then they're like, Bone is escaping. They like slip on some stuff or whatever, obviously. But then the shower door suddenly breaks. and Oh, wait, wait. Did we get to Legos into no, that's later. glued stuff? That's, oh, that's later? Actually, oh, wow, okay. Is it now? Might be. I, f- I feel, well, I don't know. Let's just let's just explain it. If if it's not here, it's whatever. So the leader of the bandits steps on some Legos, hurts himself, falls into the crib where he set up a bunch of stuffed animals with glue on them, and somehow they all he manages to land in it so perfectly that they all stick to him. Yeah. And this doesn't really hurt him. No, or stop it's kind him. of awkward. It just makes it so that he squeaks every time he walks around, mm. which I guess is supposed to be funny. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, once again, across numerous steps for that to even, like, feasibly happen. It's yeah, not only does he step in Legos, but he has to walk into that room and then fall into the crib. Perfectly. <laughs> um, so yeah, the shower door eventually breaks, and then Crab sort of breaks free, and then ends up just capturing Bone. Yeah, he slides across the floor in, like, the, like, tidal wave that hits the living room. Huge water damage to this place. Yeah, also. well, the, the whole place is damaged. <laughs> Brutally. In a CG, in this, a this, CGI this destroyed tidal chandelier. Wave. A CGI tidal wave that allows uh, yeah, the fat guy to to nab bone as he swims past. Did it? Did it see that one somehow? No, unexpected. So this is where they lock bone to the closet. Yeah, right? uh, but suddenly Santa knocks on the door. Um. He's finally brought to yeah, Columbus. Oh, right, because the, their address was on the dog tag. Mm. So, like, oh, great, you brought Columbus back home. Uh, thank you so much. And they shove him to the closet. Yeah. Uh, they obviously escape. They have, like, a little heart-to-heart moment where he's like, we're not watchdogs. We we're never supposed to do this. But then it's like, but wait, we can do this. And then they this is Columbus it. saying this. It's like, oh, you were right. We're not watchdogs. And Bone is like, no, you're right. We just had to find our bite. So they escape, obviously. By the way, Bone's voice is really grating. It's bad. It's like, wow, hey there. What's going on? Oh, wow, well, I'm a dog. He's, he sounds like Charlie Sheen. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they escape. I, like obviously, it's not Charlie Sheen. Like he would have asked for way too much money for the asylum. But like, but it it's it's all it's in that it's in that range. Mm. The robbers then start hunting them down, and so okay, Draco then walks up and finds cookies and milk laid out for Santa. This is insane, right? Because it must be gone for two weeks. Okay, they left out cookies and milk. I didn't even think of that. That's amazing. <laughs> that's that's gonna go bad and rot. Especially the milk, sitting out for two weeks. 
They're going to come home and that stuff's going to be untouched and Santa's not going to eat any of it. What's that supposed to tell the um, kids? What's that say unless, towards the kids? Unless we're to believe that the dog set that up? Maybe. That's a bit crazy though, right? Oh, it's insane, but like... Now, this causes it's, it's, Draco to like... It's the, be it's the best explanation I can offer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Although I like the idea of the family just leaving... Like, Had he poured maybe the, milk into a cup and then set it on a plate with cookies and then placed it on top of a fireplace? I don't know how they squirt glue on a bunch of stuffed animals. What dog can do that? I, can it? Just, just yeah, using his teeth to open up the cap and then use his teeth to squish. How it how would you how would you use your teeth to open up the cap? I've used teeth to open up a cap before. A glue cap? No, that'd be the awful. kind that you have to twist. I guess that's that's realistic enough i don't know and you have and you have to hold it down setting, while you okay do but that? come on setting up a platter of cookies and milk in a glass and then sitting on top of a fireplace is insane i like that we have like different ideas of like <laughs> what's unreasonable for a dog to do like it's like like we have different like levels of kind of like well like this might be reasonable but like no 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 there's no that's still unreasonable that's insane though seriously maybe the little girl like who still believes in Santa is like maybe she set them out. I guess so. and maybe she was like, "Well, Santa's gonna eat them because Santa's real." Yeah. The so Columbus is eating them and then falls like gets tripped into the chimney, and he's so he's he's stuck inside the chimney now. It's weird, right? How okay, this doesn't make any sense either. Oh my god! I this forgot how this either. happens. Okay, so somehow Bone gets to got oh, to get wait, to the no, roof. Oh wait, no, 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 I. Oh, I remember this. Yes, okay. So, How did yeah, Bone get they, to the they, roof? <laughs> what? The two dogs got to the roof, and Bone lowered Columbus down with a rope. And Columbus, while while um, Draco looking guy, is is just um, just completely immersed <laughs> in, in eating the cookies. Yeah. He, Columbus is go walking around his legs. To, like wrapping the rope around his legs, and the guy doesn't notice at all. Um, and so, and he also ties um, into like a uh, like a um, a dish, right? Like a uh, an antenna, dish? a satellite dish. So how yeah, they, so, how, so bone, okay, how did that even bone actually wraps happen, the rope to the to the satellite dish and knocks that over so that it yanks the Draco guy into the chimney. Although I don't think a satellite dish would be heavy enough no. to do that. It's just one of those little like TV satellite dishes. Yeah. Like you could you could pick those things up. Um so he's trapped inside the chimney and the chimney then gets turned on. The the fire in the fireplace yeah, yeah. gets turned on. Uh, Which again, how does a dog know to do <laughs> I that? I don't know. It's one of those like it's one of those like you just it's you need to flick a switch it seems and the fire turns on. But there's like no wood in there. Yeah, or it's anything. weird. It's like as it's gas powered, which is kind of gross. Ugh. Uh, Draco then farts, obviously, and it causes an explosion, presumably killing him. Oh, right. R.I.P. He's dead now. Cause of death, farted too much. A uh, crab is there too, like right in front of the chimney, which blows out on him. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. fine, I guess. But he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he slips on some soap. And then gets like pulled onto a rope, like on like a board, and starts riding oh. into the garage, which causes right. him to get like trapped, and he flips up upside there's like down. A, there's like a reindeer toy that like he like he's holding onto, which begs the question: Why doesn't he let go? <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. 
and it leads him into the garage and he's like and he winds up hanging upside down in right in front of an easy bake oven we see like we see a little bit of this being set up but it still makes no sense to me how this is supposed to work it has something to do with the garage door and like a cable and the and the reindeer toy but i still don't understand how this is supposed to work Uh, jake then is like chasing out bone bone gets onto like a um uh, one of them running running machines what are they called treadmills oh treadmills yes uh oh my god yeah this god, is rough okay yes. so he gets th- he's still getting thrown at him and then jake the uh, bone then throws like a curling iron basically well he he's putting silverware on a treadmill and it's shooting out mm. fast enough to hurt jake yeah. as it hits him and then just just be just to be clear he set the treadmill and so he could put silverware mm-hmm. on it, and it's going so fast yep. <laughs> down the treadmill that it shoots at him. Uh, like in Home Alone, the appliances can't do unrealistic things. <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 magic, I guess. It, but yeah, is, so... is, this is is this Columbus's stand? <laughs> it causes things to rapidly shoot out real fast. It causes appliances to do things that are beyond the realm of possibility. It's possible. Um, he, he so he then shoots a curling iron, like one of those, yeah, like a. Two and it lands in his throat. mouth. Yeah, and he like he just chokes on it while it burns his like tongue. Yeah, that's a level of viciousness that's even like, even a little much for Home yeah. Alone. Uh, he can't speak anymore. He's wandering around like the backyard, and then then a a dog cone. Like one of those ones you put when they dock his fleas or whatever, drops yeah, on yeah. his head from the sky. Where did it even come from? From the sky. It was God. There's no you, God. It's the it. first time that Santa dog cone God was seen it. in the movie. Jesus did it. He just dropped the cone from the sky and it falls on his head. He can't get it. Like off. there's no like we had never seen that dog cone before. This causes him to just be, basically give up and collapse onto the ground. It's not even. It's not even like he put a dog cone on the dog to shame the dog or anything like that, and he's getting his comeuppance like that because that would have made sense. And like, no, it's this is the first time we see this dog cone. It just comes out yeah, nowhere. From the sky, Jesus dropped it. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus cone. <laughs> ah, hallelujah. <laughs> so hallelujah. yeah, after this, everyone's tied up and captured. Uh, they're laying around the tree. Uh, the family come just in time to arrive to see them all. Like there. Oh, what? This is a. What does Diesel? What does Diesel show up? Oh, oh, Diesel shows up. I guess right now, yeah. Yeah, because he he shows up to like deliver the final blow to the to Draco to the, the, to, to, to no to Jake, Jake to the last okay. guy. I think it was Jake. It was because he's like the like yeah he delivers like the final blow to the last guy standing. And so all three of them have them all tied up and wrapped up. And, and this is hilarious. So the family come out and says, there you are, dogs. And they start running paying the dogs. And they don't notice the three dudes tied They're up. They're delighted. The the husband and <laughs> wife is sort of like hugging and just like smiling we and everything. And they're, they're not like, who the fuck are, like, who, who are these guys? And why are they tied up and, and wrapped up? Why is there a third in, dog in here? And why is there a third dog here? Uh, yeah, so they call the cops. And why is the house destroyed? Yeah, the, the, the next scene is cops arriving, p- taking the people away. Right. We never see them interact with the criminals at all. The family never does. 
Really? Well, except for except for the girl being like, hmm, yeah, to the to the, fat the girl's guy eating like and, and the f- the girl's eating like baked baked goods. So yeah, something that she made in the easy bake oven, like, I assume, yeah. which or just cookies. Mm. She's eating cookies and like she just goes hmm, to the uh, like a smug, just smug, smug. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a man! This like, family's that, the they, worst. I didn't, I didn't care much for for this family, but the little girl, I I had no like qualms with until that mm. moment, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, girl! Um, and then and the fat guy is just kind of like, hmm. yeah, like oh, I've got to mention that, something. You, you act about the fish thing, by the way. Uh, Draco works at a like a fish company, presuming down the docks, and that's the van for the fish company. Oh, so that's why they all God, smell like I, fish. Miss that, jeez! That's too subtle for the asylum, <laughs> man. The, the asylum van, ha- the van has like, like the fish that. company logo on it too. The so what's the body spray? Then? They have body spray on them. I'm assuming to get rid of the fish smell. I'm guessing. Why didn't they like use that as a prop or something? I don't know. Like the dog, like the dog. The oh yeah, the big scene, have, right? Like... Instead of farting or something, maybe he uses like the spray on himself to get rid of the fish, and that causes a fire to happen. Or like the dog. Well, I was gonna say like the dog could grab the body spray bottle and replace it with like a flamethrower mm. in like the same can or something, so that when he uses it, I don't know how or a dog maybe like, do this, yeah. but I mean, fuck it. I, at this point, <laughs> let's cares? just go with it. And so he tries to like put it on. And it's We're like ah. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of things you could do. They they it's barely mentioned. The smell thing is barely used or mentioned at all. Or or. Or he replaces the can of body spray with something that smells really bad, or like something that hurts when you put it on, like acid or something, or I don't know, like you know, or just something that smells really bad, or like oil or something like that. So finally, like, like gas, yeah. like gasoline. Finally, the family's all together. They're enjoying Christmas dinner, but then pepper spray. Pepper, pepper spray is good spray. too. That's there you go. It. It, like that. It's a body spray. He replaces it with a can of pepper spray, but he puts the little body spray logo on it, the label on it. So they like they they put it on because he because the dog knows they can't resist because the dog smells the body spray and see like this this would actually like make see, see how I'm taking a a element of the character and making that, like, them the into the story observed observed it uh, observe as elements of the characters and then use that against them do you see how i did that asylum amazing wow you should get hired to write a film <laughs> don't worry they'll tell you if you've they've hired you though well we've we've read about their writing <laughs> process we we know that there's no way that's happening yeah their writing process is a little weird they basically just it's almost like freelancing basically it's freelancing but they don't want you to be too good at yeah. it yeah it's uh, it's questionable. Um, so yeah, they're all joining Christmas dinner together as a family, but oh no, Grandpa and Grandma are not there at all. Uh, and then suddenly there are a knock on the door. Surprise! Santa and the wife and were the grandpa and the grandma the entire they're time. They're the grandpa, grandpa the This whole does not time. make any sense for numerous reasons. Why? Let me start. Why? Let me start giving them reasons. This not does not make any sense. I'm, go ahead, go for it. First of all. Why were okay? So the parents were the parents were supposed to meet them at their house, right? Why are they driving near their house? Why the are they place? driving to their own place? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. That's it. Doesn't make any sense because it's apparently a four-hour drive. And also, 
why didn't the family recognize that it was them yeah, in the truck in, in their the truck <laughs> when 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 Columbus jumped in it? And so there's they also seem like oh so this where you guys live now? Does that mean does that mean they were they were eating at the same ice cream place? I guess so, maybe. Or like they were just across was it just across the street or something? <laughs> why are they so far away from their house even though they're supposed to meet them? But like that's an amazing coincidence that they were like literally like right next to each other while they were on their way. Why to... did the Why did the parents like Why did the dad and mom never tell, show what their house their new house looked like or their new dog? Well, I don't know. Because you assume that they assume you assume the parents would know like the grandparents would know what their new house looks like. Maybe or I mean I don't know maybe they're maybe they're kind of distant. I mean they're they're going to Christmas every year with them. That's not we do distance, but you know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're spending two right, weeks with right. them. It's just, that's not what you do with distant relatives. That's a long ass yeah. time to be with your grandparents too. That's something you do when you have close relationships, right? I guess. Yeah, you're right. But it's like, oh, I maybe then, they just then, maybe they just didn't have time to invite them over. And then um, the family's like, oh, that's where the German Shepherd came from. It's like you didn't even know your own grand your your grandparents' dogs look like. Don't does one of the dog? One of the dog have a collar on it too. That oh, says so. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. It's such a bizarre like plot twist almost. It's also completely pointless. Yeah, and slot characters they don't mention again. Uh, Anthony Anthony's never discussed. Oh yeah, he's gone he again. Like I said, like I said, this movie has so many threads. It just keeps adding new elements. That are completely pointless. All this was supposed to be was Home Alone with a dog. Quentin is never rested, too, actually. Oh, yeah, he vanished from the movie. He When he walked out of the movie, he was done. He was gone. There's a, there's a, lot, there's a lot that's, like, not here. Like the, asi- the asylum can't figure out how to make use of the elements they have. They just have to keep throwing shit at the wall... And it doesn't even stick, but they're gonna just go with it anyway, and just just to fill up ninety minutes, mm. which again they can't do. This film, this is this film doesn't have much going on in the background either, really. No. Oh, and then and then it starts snowing, right? That's the end of the yeah. movie. Like mm-hmm. grandparents show up. It's oh wait, and then like they're like Columbus is like. They were Santa the whole time, and, and and Bone goes, "It's a Christmas miracle." <laughs> the end. And then it starts snowing. It's a real Christmas. The credits roll. And it, credits here's something roll. interesting, John. Uh, they oh, at I, this, I know what you're gonna. At this point in time, they've removed the uh, crazy credits. Right. They're not there but anymore. Here's the, but here's the interesting thing. So they always had the little joke disclaimer where it's like, no zombies were hurt during the making of this film, blah, 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 like all that stuff. But for this movie, I watched to the end, that disclaimer, no animals were harmed in the making of this movie, was not there. Yeah, it's not there. <laughs> it was not in legal things, which which can only mean that animals were harmed during yeah. the this movie. Oh, it, it's like it's like a Milo and Otis. Where they they it's like they killed multiple. <laughs> <laughs> they killed the dogs multiple times. Holy shit! <laughs> you know the sad thing is Milo and Otis is a really cherished part of my childhood. I was like horrified to find out about the the, the true story behind it. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, this is actually oh a third bone. There's three different bones. The first two died. <laughs> <laughs> we messed up real oh bad and won the traps. There was, a, there was a real fire that one time, and uh, it, it, oh it did God. kill him. Uh, so, <laughs> like in any movie, that to have a like that that needs a like no animals were harmed or would be this film. This, it would be this movie. So it begs the question: Why isn't that disclaimer in the credits? It's uh... unless it was like really early on in the credits, and I missed it because I was like I skipped to the end to see the legal disclaimers, like. But you normally you put that shit at the end of the movie, so it it's really begging the question: Why? Yeah, here's something very weird too. I don't know if this is any. I don't know if this is anything, but I want to talk about it anyway. So we watch this. I we watch all these videos on Tubi TV. Uh, hashtag sponsor Tubi TV. They have every single okay. silent film on there, so you can watch them with us if you want. It's Tubi's free. We're not getting paid, but it's free. You can watch all these silent films if you want to join you us. You do have to turn off your ad blocker to Oh, no, use it's also it. the PlayStation, PlayStation 4, and the Roku TV. If you want to watch it, if you have a PlayStation, you can watch it there, too. Like, if they have an I, app. We, do, we don't know if it's... We're not totally sure if it's, it's legitimate. Legal. It is legal. Not. I actually don't. It's hard to tell with these things. <laughs> it's pretty sure it's, it's legal. But uh, anyway... Well, pretty, you know... We don't know, but it has been a, a, a very reliable source. Of, well, we probably should be saying this because we don't want the asylum to, like, you know, look for people to shut down. I'm sure they made a deal at this time. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a deal, like, put Maybe. over films on here. It could be legitimate. It seems it's... to be. From what I could tell, it seems to be legit. So far, we haven't had any problems with it, haven't had any weird spam thing. The fact that, the, fact that they're able to make a app But it does make you turn off your ad blocker in order to watch it, if you're watching on a laptop. The, no, but see, the fact that they they have an app for the PlayStation means they have money. It's, it suggests a, a degree of, of legitimacy, yeah. yes. Okay, so after the credits end, two minutes of silence, and then suddenly the movie starts playing again but only to like the part where um, the credits begin, like the bad CJ credits, except there's no sound, and then it keeps playing. Well, that well that well that could just be this file. Yeah, it could be. That, that's I was probably not nothing. the actual movie. But I I'm curious if the DVD has the same problem. Or start. Oh, I think it's. I think it's just this file. I think it's just the 2B TV mm. thing. But anyway, it... although it would be funny though, it would be really funny if they did that the DVD just to get it to 90 minutes. Exactly. Yeah, I would be. I would love to find out if they did that. That would be hilarious because you're right. Because isn't this like I think on IMDb it says 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's exactly basically. Exactly 90 minutes, but this movie is not 90 minutes. Yeah, so they play like because the, the only way the 2B TV file gets to 90 minutes is through what you're describing. They play there. like they they play like the first two minutes of the movie, but completely there's no there's like, no it's noise. It's the little animation, right? The little animation. Plus, plus before the animation, like co a cute um cupcake scene, and then when oh, they're wow. sleeping in the bed, and oh, then the film God. just suddenly shuts off and it's over. I don't know if the the DVD has this or not? I can check that maybe later. There'll be something to check later. But uh, they couldn't even run their credits slow enough to fill up <laughs> the ninety minutes. It'd be crazy if they kept kept that in though. I love it. The idea is insane, Someone, though, right? If if anyone has a copy of the DVD, uh, watch or go it to Family and Video. I'm e sure it's there. And then email us at enter the asylum podcast at gmail dot com. 
Send us your your uh, findings. That uh, that is John. Uh, it's enter the asylum podcast at gmail yeah. Actually, do you recommend this film? By the way. No. No, I don't think so either. But it was one of the stranger ones we watched recently. Mm. I think. Well, what's in the future too? Yeah, but it's more just the fact that like it's not an action film ripoff, but like. Oh man! Like when the asylum tries to rip off another genre, you, like you can tell they're really like, re- like reaching in the dark. Like they really don't know what they're doing. They never really know what they're doing, but boy, they really don't know what they're doing when they when they try to go for a genre like this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> huh, I'm glad we I'm glad we skipped ahead though for this Christmas special. I liked. The- I liked the, the, the change of pace mm. at the very least. I didn't like the movie, but I liked the change of pace. I liked the way we watched it. Like, it felt like watching different. not it felt like taking a break from the asylum even though we very obviously didn't. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, we went deeper into the asylum, but it still felt like a break because this was not a Lay Scott movie. Yeah. Well, uh next week is uh New Year's Day. It'll be twenty nineteen. We've we've we'll finally have uh you know, entered the next year of the podcast, basically. So I'll see you in a year. Yeah, I'll there see you go. Next, I'll see you. We'll sorry, see, I fucked we'll that up. The, I'll see you next in, year. Yes. I'll, I fucked that up. I'll see you next year. <laughs> That's how the joke is supposed to go. <laughs> in true Enter the Asylum fashion, we ruined the joke. But uh, we fucked it up. Yeah, next week will be the first uh, movie of uh, 2018, which will be Snakes on a Train. Ooh, we we yes. finally made it. The first like asylum movie to break out into the like public the popular conscience. consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that's exciting, right? I'm I'm excited. And then after that will be nine eleven commission report. The Lake Scott. Film. The famous story. I'm looking forward to that too. The famous story I've heard about snakes on a train is that. Someone put together a poster where it looks like the train is coming out the snake's mouth. It doesn't happen to film and, at all. And and the and the investors saw that and went, "Ooh, so does that actually happen in the movie?" And the asylum guys were like, "Yeah." <laughs> so they put it in the movie. Okay, it's in the film actually. It's actually in the movie, yeah. But it wasn't supposed to be. The the poster was just supposed to be like stylistic. But the asylum was so desperate for money, they were like Sure. Yeah, yep, yeah definitely. That, that, yeah, that happens in the movie. <laughs> of course it does. This is like this is like asylum. That's like old asylum too, which is interesting as well. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's still like that's like two thousand. I think that came out in two thousand six as well, actually. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's what snakes. So that'll be interesting. Snakes on a train. Yeah, it'll be interesting. This because it's like. It's modern asylum, but it's still the old asylum, I guess, as I'm going for there, I'm assuming. It's the well, because it's the first asylum movie to gain some degree of notoriety, it like it's 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 the example that like charts the yeah. course forward. In for some the, way it like, is that's... the first true asylum film that's gonna that's gonna basically they're gonna copy that film for the rest from now on, basically. Yes. It's it's seeing the like all the all the dumb gifts that come out of that movie and all the like all the like holy shit this is like really stupid like discussion about it. The asylum sees that and is like, okay, we found our mark. Mm. This is what we're doing. 
I wouldn't be surprised it, if this that's, like that's what leads us into Mega Shark yes. and Sharknado and all the beginning that stuff. of the like, end. <laughs> Mega Shark is what sticks them very specifically on the shark train, mm. but this is what gets them like, like yeah, like a CGI monster all, movie. This is the first proper yeah, CGI exactly. monster movie. Exactly, and like they've been doing mockbusters for a while, obviously by this point. But this is the one that makes them go, "Okay, no mockbusters." Yes, this is what we. I do. think it's hilarious that the very even the first Asylum film was a mockbuster in its own way. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's hilarious. They've never escaped. They're just that unoriginal. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think that's a podcast. I think that's a podcast. Uh, happy New Year, that's everyone. That's a long one. Yeah. <laughs> How do we Merry do it? Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, everyone. See you in 2019. Happy, happy holidays, all. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.